0: I wouldn't even know how to do that. What do you do, just like walk up to random people and go, hey, blah, 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 sports. Sports Empire, the podcast, a part of the Dynasty Sports Empire.com podcast network. Dare I say, the flagship podcast of the Dynasty Sports Empire podcast network. We bring you the latest in sports and fantasy sports with, shall we say, a lighter approach to what most people consider a very serious undertaking. On the show today, episode 83, recording on November 11th, 2022, the Astros are the World Series champions. In the NFL, we have to talk the Jets, of course, and another coach is fired and very quickly replaced by an interim coach. For more, you can follow us at DSC Podcast on Twitter. So let's get right into it. As always, I'm your host Jeff Roman. Alongside me tonight and every night is a guy who also went three and zero in his picks and also got to five hundred for the year. Tim Reinhardt, welcome, Tim. That's a nice job by the both of us, isn't it?
1: It's it's rare yeah. to go three and zero, and there we did it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yours was powered by the Jets. So let's 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 uh let's jump right to it at turns the top out i of, didn't need those show. 11 and a half right <laughs> I, I believe they had 13 at this start of the week oh so man it, yeah certainly
1: yeah it was uh you know it, i i watched it was interesting cuz i watched like uh various different like breakdowns and i i don't know i guess like people some people somehow have access to that all 22 thing and then you know it shows like Different, <clears throat> different angles from you know high above from the end zone and everything. That drive where the Jets went, went and uh, took the lead and burned six and a half minutes or so. It pretty much ran this. It, it was like the definition of like smash mouth football. They, they pretty much ran the same play six times. Like it was a counter power whatever to the left and then to the right. Like it was just line them up. We're we're gonna say that we're better than you right now at this stage of the game, and and we're gonna we're gonna beat you. It was pretty cool, Um, you know, just to for a team that doesn't get to do that very often impose their will on on their opponent, and not just any opponent, but what most people were regarding the best team in football. um, That's pretty impressive, and and to knock out, you know, to knock Josh Allen off his game, uh, he he. I think only threw for 200 yards, a uh, couple picks and just didn't look, didn't look comfortable the whole game. So it was a, uh, it showed, showed you what um, what they're capable of coming off that game where they showed you what they're also capable, you know, against the Patriots, but they're also capable of. Um, right. So yeah, that's, that's my take.
0: Yeah. And I think they're, they're a team, as we talked about on text messages, that's now up to number eight in DVOA, you know, top 10 DVOA for the year. Yeah. Um, and a team that I think that benefits on the current trends of the NFL, which is like a lot of too high defense. So there's a lot of running room for uh offense based on running, like the Jets is, and short passes. Right, from they want to get the ball out quickly from Zach Wilson, and so those those things are are generally open. So I think they're definitely benefiting from that on their offense. That's doing enough to get it done. And secondly, they have two tremendous corners in DJ Reed and sauce Gardner. Yeah. um, And a pass, you know, a pass defense, that's basically not allowing anything, you know, nothing short, nothing long. It's pretty impressive. Um, And, and so, you know, they are forcing other teams that may not be situated for run to run and they are running as well. And they're, you know, they're kind of like, pretty tough and that's and that's a fun team to watch that's tough and where's your point down as you talked about like and then at the end of the game you're running the ball and uh you know the other teams beat down and you're you're getting chunk yards at the end of the game i, I think there's something
1: like plus 56 in points scored in the fourth quarter or something like something absurd like that which well they
0: they had 21 i think in that, in that one two minute stretch there earlier in the, in season. the against the um
1: yeah. against the browns
0: yeah yeah
1: I, you know it's and that that defense, like don't don't get me wrong, I think Sauce Gardner is is everything he was cracked up to be and more, as well as you know DJ Reed. That was a great free agent signing, underrated there. But this is coming from their their ability to do that is coming from the pressure that they're getting up front. And I saw a stat that they blitz the least amount in the entire league, something like um on you know twelve or fourteen percent of the opposing team dropbacks, which like, you know, when you compare it to like, um, if you look at like a Todd Bowles defense, they're blitzing like 30 to 40%. Um, so they're getting this pressure from Quinnen Williams, who's making an argument to be defensive player of the year. Um, they've got this really good rotation of, um, of defensive ends. Um, the guy that, um, the guy that knocks out, um, Josh Allen. Well, he didn't he stayed in the game, but the guy that like got to Josh Allen and caused that fumble to make it third and then fourth twenty-one um, is Bryce Huff, who's um you know, been through the been through the various ringers of the league and is is now finding like finding a home here. Um, or like Jermaine, you know, I texted you after the game. It was cool that all three of those first round rookies that they drafted played a major role. Um, Jermaine Johnson sacks Josh Allen in like a one-to-one open field tackle. If he misses it, Josh Allen runs for 12 yards, probably gets a first down Garrett Wilson had almost hundred yards receiving. And to the point where they had to double team him, which opened up other, other options, um, you know, and then it's uh sauce Gardner with the, with the interception and the, and the pass breakup at the end. So it was cool to see those that that's a home run draft so far. Um, you know, we were wonder you always wonder how drafts are going to play out. And so far that one uh, looks like an a plus.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, let me ask you this question. As a Jets fan, you're watching that, that fourth and 21, Josh Allen drifts, drifts back, going, rolling to his left, throwing across his body. He wings it about 80 yards in the air as you're at the ball is flying. What are you, what are you expecting on the other end when it comes down?
1: Uh first off, I was expecting a safety to be back there and I'm not entirely certain <laughs> why there wasn't. Um, that that made as the as the ball was up there, it's like, where's the safety? Where's the safety? Um but yeah. also like, you know, you, you always fear pass interference on, right. on a long pass like that. And um, it, it looked like there was equal amounts of shoving going on on both receivers, and so um,
0: y- you're just glad to see
1: that ball fall down and not have any yellow on the field. Also,
0: um, yeah, I mean it was great coverage for first of all. Yeah, yeah
1: it, you know, it, it looks like he was in you know whatever maybe maybe cover three or whatever it was. He had he had that part of the field to himself. There was no one else helping him. Um, and, you know, that's a, that's a tough one because they, they don't have any timeouts. But if that gets called pass interference, they're at least kicking a field goal. If they complete it, they're at least running up to spike the ball to kick a field goal. So that's a huge, huge defensive play. Um, And that was one of the things I remember, like, uh, you know, they left whatever it was, a minute 30 left. And I was like, that's right. too much time. It's too much time. You yeah, know, we, we always talk about that, like when we're texting with games, like, oh, you know, you left too much time. Someone's going to go down the field. Um, but, you know, you, they put the game into their their strength, which is their defense and their pass defense, like you said, and they came through. And now now they're in a position like the AFC East just got a lot more interesting. Um, and the AFC playoff picture, just to kind of transition this to, to a larger conversation, is, is kind of wild right now. Um, it certainly is compared to the NFC, which has these teams that are under 500. I mean, you've got... Um, if you're looking at the playoff picture right now um like the Bengals who are five and four are out um you know so there's conceivably nine teams that are vying for those uh seven spots and you know don't count out like a a Cleveland Browns just yet they could you know they they go on a little run uh they're they're back into it but it's it's a pretty it's a very competitive uh, and everybody's stacked up within one game or a half game. Um, You know, the bills now, if they don't play Josh Allen, if they lose, they're out of that first spot. Either the jets or the dolphins go into first place in the AFC East, depending on what happens this weekend, jets have a bye, dolphins do not. Um, But now you're talking the Ravens who we were questioning, you know, just three weeks ago, or the Titans who are in a soft, what's your, what's I never can remember it. A soft a stealth, a, a, a stealth rebuilder, <laughs> yeah. Stealth tank. A stealth, a stealth tank, tank yeah. are possibly well, the one seed. So yeah. it's it's a really tight packed. Um what do you call it? Uh anything, you know, anybody from the Dolphins, Dolphins, Jets, Titans, Ravens, Chiefs, Bills, all have a possibility. Even the Patriots
0: have a possibility of being the number one overall seed. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, there's one, two, three four five teams with six wins and one, two, three, four teams with five wins. Yeah. Right. If you just look at it that way, um, the difference is, you know, it's, it's so jumbled up there. Um, especially with the bills, uh, potentially having an injury to Josh Allen, that could be, um, you know, serious trouble for them and the Titans. I mean, you know, I thought that they were, they were going to tank out this year, um, but Mike Vrabel is really just too good of a coach. Yeah, he's got to be um, coach of the year. It has to be. And, and you know, it, it just – then it just kind of – it's like, then why did you trade AJ Brown? You know, AJ Brown is like a star for the Eagles, and you basically took a step back and picked a rookie wide receiver instead of him plus some other stuff for the future, right? Like, if you thought you were going to compete this year, why are you trading him away? Wait, and, um, and the guy that they drafted confusing. is that kid Alla out of uh, Arkansas, right? And yeah, he's Perks, yeah, right. He's not yeah. playing. Yeah, he certainly hasn't so, played. They don't have any wider, Yeah, they're they're winning just giving it to Derrick Henry forty times, which is pretty and,
1: impressive because every team knows that they're doing that. And yeah, exactly. Still, yeah. has them at five and
0: three, and <clears throat> you know they're taking the Chiefs to overtime. Yeah. So. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I I definitely, I definitely thought that AFC South would um, shake out differently. Um, So maybe let's use that to transition to the kind of the other big news in the AFC South and in NFL, which is that uh, Frank Reich, the coach of the Colts, was fired. Um, I I guess him being fired is not that surprising. They've had they pretty much struggled the whole season. Um, Their offense has struggled. He's an offensive guy. Um, You know, I think. Who was their um, – they had an offensive coordinator that went somewhere.
1: They had their – uh, so they fired their coordinator two weeks ago. And right. then they fired Right. Well, then they fired Matt Ryan and then they, yeah. and then they fired – Well, Matt Ryan got fired uh, first. Then the offensive yeah. coordinator yeah. got fired and then Frank Reich got fired. Like, I don't know. The whole thing is weird to me in that – I don't know. I, I guess just the whole thing is weird because then they go out and they hire Jeff Saturday right? who, you know – That'd be like me getting an MLB
0: job, like right. You know? Well, if you were friends, if you were friends with the owner, right. and he was yeah. like, "Come, come, take a look at our team and and see, you know, how we're doing." Like, I, I mean, it's 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 gonna be like, I don't know. It's a vote of no confidence, certainly in the general manager and the front office, where their job is supposed to be evaluate their team, where he's bringing in this guy, kind of like a McKinsey consultant, to be in charge <laughs> yeah. and like you know, tell them where the uh, processes are, uh, you know, inefficient. Um, but I also think it's like, you know, I always talk about the um, number one differentiator of good teams and bad teams, right. Is ownership. Like, do you have good ownership? Do you have bad ownership? Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that Jim Ursay is good or bad, but he is kind of like acting like a little uh, impetuous here, I would say, you know, where he is just kind of, sitting down and saying, I, you know, I don't want Matt Ryan anymore. And so they, they don't get Matt Ryan. They say, something's got to be done. They fire the offensive coordinator. And he says, okay, fine. I've had it next week. He's like, I've, you know, another bad performance. He says, I've had enough. And then he get gets rid of the coach. And then he calls up his friend and he's like, do you want to be the coach? And the coach is like, sure, I guess. And so now his friend, Jeff Saturday is, is the interim coach. Uh, I, I, you know, and in between all that, he comes out and is like, you know, purposely goes out on a hot mic and is like, reporters, everybody come together. Daniel Snyder should not be an owner anymore. Like he is like on one, like he's, he's just going for it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, it, you, it, I can't explain it. it <laughs> he's just going he for has, it. He's been on a roll. That's
1: for sure. Yeah. I, I think like once what's odd to me about the whole thing is, okay, so whose choice was, was Matt Ryan? Was that Frank Reich's choice? Was that the GM's choice? Was that, choice, like because I think uh, not knowing that sort of makes this whole thing a jumbled mess like if that was I guess Frank Reich being like that's what we need to turn this offense around then I guess I understand like him getting the axe um but it just it seems like once they made the move to Sam Ellen Ellinger Ellinger I don't I mm-hmm. don't know yeah. um you were never gonna win. So like why are we firing people if we're we already the team already
0: conceded the season. Right. And and Frank Reich is a great quarterbacks coach. So if you're tanking to get a, a good quarterback in the draft yeah. and you want somebody to develop them, I I don't know how many better people that you can think of than Frank Reich. Um you know, Frank Reich will catch on in you know, with his old friend, Doug Peterson in Jacksonville or, you know, with, some, you know, and and it's
1: not a bad idea to
0: like develop quarterbacks and be a good, you know, offensive coordinator, you know, wherever he latches on next. So, yeah, there are definitely has, New England fans that want him to come up here and be the uh, offensive yeah. coordinator <laughs>
1: and help out Mac Jones, because I guess, it's yeah, not. Uh, it's not happening with Joe Judge and uh, whatever his name is, the guy with the pencil. Matt Patricia. Yeah, Matt Patricia. Yeah, so.
0: I mean, you know, if you're looking for a, somebody to develop your young quarterback, like not not a bad person to have, you know, as a free agent, you know, offensive mind out there. Right. I don't think he'll be sitting out there for long. Um, as far as Indianapolis, like they need a quarterback. They've got Jonathan Taylor. They have some decent wide receivers. Their offensive line is well paid, but underachieving. And their defense is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't you know, I think – uh, they got a long way to go, at least a quarterback away there. So they they are in the tank for the rest of the year. I think Which one of the like teams probably the rest of the
1: they're year. in. So if they're in tank mode, um, they're not going to get a quarterback. Like they're, let's see, um, they're they're not even close to the bottom of the league. Like, well, they have three wins. They're three, five, and one. So there's one, um, two three four five six teams in the afc alone underneath them right and then i at least seven in in detroit so you're talking about right now the eighth pick cj stroud's not lasting that long um price mm-hmm. young's yeah. not last uh if the guy from tennessee come you know is is gonna he's probably not gonna you know i, I don't yes. or the kentucky quarterback everyone likes like this one, yep. this this quarterback class has a feel of being like, you know, uh, kind of like two years ago where there's going to be a run on the quarterbacks, whether they deserve to be first round picks or not. And if they're at eight, they're
0: not going to be in the most advantageous spot for that. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think I think they come down a little bit. I think they'll end up in the top five. Um, whether they are in a, a close enough position to get one of the top quarterbacks, I don't know yet, but Browns, Broncos, Jaguars, maybe even the Raiders should probably pass them. Um, bears, you know, Panthers got their third win. So, um, you know, I, I think that tie that not being a loss hurts them, but, um, but it might also help them, you know, if they end up with three wins and, you know, get ahead of other teams that have four. Um, right. So. I, I don't know if they win. I don't know if they win one the rest of the year. Uh, the Raiders is an interesting game this week, but they got Eagles. They got Steelers. TJ Watt is back. They got the Cowboys, the Vikings, the Chargers, the Giants, and then the last game against the Texans. Tang- that, could, the, that could be the, yeah. The, it could be the decider. The, the Tankathon game, bowl. yeah. Yeah, pretty much the Bryce Young game. Yeah. Um, so... I guess with that, should we kind of look ahead to the next week? Yeah, or yeah, let's else? do it. Let's any other, any other big topics you want to talk about? Um, I mean, I
1: guess just the, the Josh Allen injury is, is big that that's a, you know, what happens yeah. with that. Um, and then I guess the, you know, the Eagles legitimately are looking at a possible undefeated
0: regular season. Um, yeah. I mean, their, their schedule is, is a cakewalk. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about the first thing there. And I think that I think it's more likely that they hold out Josh Allen. Um, you know, they want him to be full speed, like mid January, so, you know, so I think it's more likely right. to hold him out than force him to play.
1: I think, a, you know? I think a baseball analogy is apt here. So if you had, you know, Justin Verlander, DeGrom, um, you know, one of these top end starters, and they had an MRI, and it was found to have a UCL strain, sprain, not strain, sprain. So like a partial tear is what that is, right? Like right. that guy's going on the IL for for probably a few weeks. You know, they're just so, right. or like if it's Clayton Kershaw, you're put, you know, on on uh, using those got those examples because those are teams, all right, probably going to make the playoffs. So may as well get right now and have the ability to play later. So I think um, <clears throat> I think the Bills have their bye week. Am I making this up? They have their bye week, not this weekend, but the next weekend. Um, I think that's correct. So if they – let's see.
0: No, that's not correct. Right. Never mind. Do they have a – let's see. They're on the 13th, the 20th, the 24th. Do they have their bye already? Summer – first they had i think they had their priority okay yeah. so yeah i guess
1: i don't know i mean this is this is one of those injuries like you can legit I, and i guess he dealt with it he's had it before um right so it's i don't know i guess they're home for the next two games then away at the lions <sighs> then at the patriots like that patriots game is going to be a must win probably If the patriots keep on right. you know nipping the heels so um i don't know i i it's really yeah. hard to but because
0: you look at the a like you could lose one game and be out right or, yeah, or i mean be the exactly if they're seed. five and yeah if they're five and four or something or i'm sorry six and four six right. and five they could be on the outside looking in but you know what they have is the vikings this week then the browns then the Lions on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, then they kind of have a mini mini buy until yeah. until the Patriots game. So if they held him out for those three weeks, then he comes back, you know, after that time off, extended time off December 1st, which would be like three weeks plus off. Um, I don't know what the answer is here, but I think it's more likely that they held him out than he actually plays. I think they gotta hold him out uh-huh. at least this week. Yeah. Yeah. He can't be I going mean, out
1: there and throwing fifty passes like
0: no yeah exactly and even if he goes out there they'll probably do a conservative game plan and they might lose anyway so like why you know why are you you know they're not going to have him run they're not going to have him throw far they are going to have a quick pass game lots of running with the running back like they still could win with that strategy but they could win with case keenum doing that strategy right. and May no well risk not. to to josh right. allen you know yes in case keenum is is fine we've seen him win playoff games like yeah. he played for the rams he's always one of those guys that you know will play really well when he first comes in and then just like either they get the tape on him or whatever. And he just tails off so fast after that. So I think they can get three games out of him: beat the Vikings, Browns and Bills with our Vikings, Browns and Lions with, with Case Keenum. Um, they could do it. Yeah, yeah certainly uh, certainly makes the Thanksgiving bills, Lions game less appealing for that lunchtime. Uh, right. You, you don't have to.
1: Yeah, you can, you can, Keep on cooking the turkey. You don't have to, uh, yeah, you know, make the mashed right.
0: potatoes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to put that on. All right. So let, let's look at, um, let's look at this week. Um, do you want to go through with picks, or you want to go through with um, talking about some any of the let's, big games?
1: Let's. Do, uh, I guess we kind of, I mean, sort of previewed some of the the big ones already, just in talking about like the the notes and news. Um, yeah. Well, tell me what your thoughts are on on. Um, this Packers Cowboys game because this has, you know, if there's another story in the in the league, it's just how putrid uh, the Packers were,
0: um, again last week losing the Lions. So, what's right. Your, I mean, what's your take I, on I mean, game? I'll look ahead to my my picks here, and I think Dallas is going to absolutely roll on this one. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, you know. I don't know. I have the minus five. It's minus four and a half. Now I think anything under a touchdown, I I don't, Dallas's defense is the best in the league. Um, and I, I don't think that they are going to do to, um, really have much trouble with green Bay, um, even away from home in green Bay. I think there'll be plenty of Dallas fans there.
1: Yeah. Um, I, it's just such a, like, you, you just want to believe just because it's happened for so many years that Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers will be able to flip the switch. Um, and that's just probably not, I don't know.
0: And, right. I mean, him and him and Brady are the, you know, another, you know, big story is that neither of them can, you know, everybody's like, okay, when are they going to start going? And neither of them have started going, you know, it may be father time has caught up there. Right. Know?
1: And meanwhile, like one drive now and everyone's talking how the bucks are back.
0: Right, so like, yeah, and and that the, was a drive that the the Rams just basically gave to them. Yeah, they just let them have whatever they wanted and and scored those at uh, at uh, quick touchdowns and ignoring just... everything that happened
1: for the previous fifty seven minutes of the game, which was that they yeah. were incapable of moving the football. <laughs> right, exactly. So, uh, all right, well, yeah, let's do let's do picks, and I'm glad that we're doing this on a Friday because I would have picked the Falcons to win last night, and um, <laughs> I don't want. There them, you go. You know, so. Um, All right,
0: I and I only have written down uh, two so far. So while you go through yours, I'm gonna th- find my last one. Okay. Um. So my first pick is going to be the
1: Chicago Bears at home mm-hmm. against the Lions. I don't think that the Bears are getting near the respect that they should be. Um, Justin Fields. I don't know if the you know how the statistics bear it, but. Um, or like how the analytics bear it, but he looks like he's significantly improved, um, and that there whatever change they made going into that Patriots game um, had. It's now been a couple weeks where they've been they've scored a lot of points. Um, so the Lions have kind of stunk up the joint in terms of uh, defensively. I, I expect the Bears to be able to actually score quite a few points here. So I will pick them to cover that. It's a little bit of a disrespectful line if you, you know, you want to be the Bears here. Uh, you can use that as motivation if you need it. That two and a half.
0: Um, two and a half. I mean, yeah, I see. I see some two and a half. So you, you can take that. I've certainly uh, liked that one. That one might be my third one. Yeah. But I'll, I'll um, let me give you my first yeah. one. Okay. So is, I, yeah, which is. Which is Dallas minus five because we just talked about right. it, for all the reasons we talked about. I think Dallas is way better than Green Bay in every phase, and I think they're going to win by at least a touchdown there. Um, um it's pretty in, straightforward for me. In a no fun um,
1: universe, I will also pick the Cowboys. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, you know they've got they've got the other guy. You could consider Micah Parsons, the defensive player of the year. He's going to make. You know, you're seeing these Twitter breakdowns of Aaron Rodgers, like not, you know, almost like gun shy, almost about um, right. about throwing the football, and he's not going to feel any more comfortable with Micah Parsons bearing down. So, um, could could just be the that year for the Packers. Um, and now I'm going to pick against them and watch it like backfire. But um, <laughs> no, I think the Cowboys, the Cowboys are a legit top tier team in my mind. So I'm going to pick them. Minus the four and a half.
0: Yep. So my, my next one is uh, another team I think is really good, which is Seattle. And I don't think Tampa Bay is going to put it together. They're in Munich. um, And Seattle is the dog minus or plus two and a half. I mean, I'll, I already got them on the money line. So um, plus two and a half, I'll I'll take the two and a half just in case. But um, I think Seattle is better than Tampa Bay. And I don't think that Tampa Bay should be favored in this game. Um, I I don't, I I don't know. Seattle's might actually be good.
1: Yeah. I I'm, I'm having a touch. You never know when these teams fly across the pond, what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that pick. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for that pick to, to happen. Um, I, I don't know my, my third, like I'm struggling with my third, I, I guess, as you are like, you know, are, are the Vikings, like, am I, you know, do you, right now before you lose that three and a half point, you know, cause if they rule Josh Allen out, that probably moves to like a point point and a half um, in the other direction. So like, do you, do you grab those points now with the Vikings while you have them? Um, do you expect the chiefs to just roll the Jaguars? Um, you know, or like, you're looking at uh, 49ers like the the Chargers you know, sort of disappointing um, but who really know it's uh this last one's a tough one yeah um, or like yeah like you said Raiders you know you, you believe that at home they can take care of the Colts who just you know whose teams in turmoil or is this some odd way going to turn the Colts around like, and give them a, give them a win against the team. You know, an, another team that's fairly putrid. I mean, and the Raiders what they put like half their team on IR the other day or they retired. Right. So, right. Oh, I'm having a tough time. You know, when in doubt, when in doubt, you go with, uh, you go with one of the best teams in the league. I'll take the chiefs minus the nine and a half um, blowout game in, in Arrowhead. Um Against uh against the Jaguars.
0: All right. Cool. So we also have here with us, we have the host of the Sports Insider for Kids by Kids it's podcast. Yeah. By
2: kids, for kids. Buy kids four kids. By, kids, by for kids, kids, kids,
0: kids, for kids. kids for kids, yes. Podcast. Thomas Roman is here, TJ. <laughs> uh did you have any thoughts on, on our picks this week, TJ?
2: I don't even I don't do picks, so you know, I, I'm you... I, I I think I'm just fancy.
0: Okay, if you do fantasy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> do you think do you think we're right about these teams winning?
2: So Dallas, yeah. uh, Dallas, uh yeah.
0: Dallas over Green Seattle, Bay. I'm Seattle, Seattle saying... over Tampa Bay.
2: No,
0: you don't. Ooh, you think Tampa Bay's going to That's okay. Chicago, do it for over the top Detroit. Bunk. You too.
2: I I agree with that.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, Kansas City uh, beating. um jacksonville by 10 points
2: oh yeah definitely definitely
0: you, oh definitely, definitely by 10 all right i like wow. it yeah. Okay.
2: okay yeah for sure
0: okay so did you what what are your thoughts did you have a little segment that you wanted to do here before the end uh, and don't, just remember be... i have a i have a at the stop in like 10 minutes so
2: we always do fantasy corner when i'm here
0: okay let's do fantasy corner all right fantasy corner. Okay. <laughs> okay bring it on what you got <sighs> Who's in your
1: crosshairs who's this your, week? Who's your must start this week, TJ? Like, if, you know, the player that you just know is going to go out and, and load up a bunch of points for your team, who do you think it is?
2: Nicole Hardman.
0: Okay. Why do Nicole Hardman? Why?
2: Because he runs all the jet sweeps. And even though he could be up and down, I would start him at, this week against the bad Jacksonville defense. And because it's extremely hard to stop him on the jet sweeps. And he can also get receiving touchdowns. And I think the Jaguars defense definitely is probably not gonna be able to stop that. So I would start Michael Hart. Okay,
1: so he's yeah. your must start wide receiver. Okay. I like okay. that one.
0: Yeah, I think that that's good because Jacksonville's defense is very like they can get tricked. Easily, right, and he, right. he does the the sweeps or the the flips or the misdirection. Right. I think that's a good right, choice. Right? Yeah. Do you have a? And I should,
1: Oh, I was going to ask. Do you have a must st- a must start quarterback for this week? You think? Who's going to get the most? Who's going to be the best? Most productive fantasy quarterback.
2: Justin Fields.
1: I love that pick. That's a great pick. Yeah. He he's going to rush for hundred twenty five yards. <laughs> um. He's going to throw for two two twenty and have two total touchdowns, one running, one passing.
2: Okay, okay, you, I, I, I'll take it. Do you
1: like that? You think that's right?
2: <sighs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I, 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 yeah. I love that pick. That's a good pick. All right. And then who's your uh, running back?
2: Running back. This might sound a little weird at first, but you'll get it. Tavius Murray.
1: Okay.
0: Tell, tell me more. Tell me more. Why do you think... Which team is he on now?
2: Broncos. He's
0: on the Broncos. Okay. Who are the Broncos playing? I forget. The Broncos are playing Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. Good at, run defense. At yeah. Tennessee, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you think...
2: I thought, I thought he was on the Saints, silly me. No, no, he
1: used to be on yeah, the Saints. Yeah, I think he no, was. No. Yeah. Now he's... I,
2: I, I was going to was gonna say him because he was going up against Pittsburgh.
1: Well, so, who's the other Saints running back besides Kamara?
2: In that case, I mean, it would be Ingram if he comes back. Otherwise, who do they have? I I know they have Tony Jones, but I would never get. I would never do Tony Jones.
0: <laughs> Tony Jones. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to look. I don't even remember. Well, one of the, one of the. Um... Oh,
2: I, I remember who I was going to do. Okay, go ahead. Jalen Warren.
0: Okay. Okay. Go ahead.
2: Because I like Jalen Warren, and Najee Harris is getting so less carries. I I think, I definitely think Warren can get you around 10 points for a flex spot or something like
1: that. That's not a bad, yeah, throw him in
0: the flex, not a bad, not a bad call. I like
1: those picks, those are good.
0: Yeah, his arrow is definitely pointing up. Whereas Najee Harris's arrow is kind of pointing down, right? Yeah. Struggled so far,
2: especially for an undrafted rookie. Like I, I like I like bad players. I like I like bad players to do good, so that it's like it, this year is very fun for me because there's a bunch of receivers and, and running backs and even quarterbacks I've never even heard of and that play well.
0: All right, <laughs> it's fun. Okay, um, I guess the last thing that we were going to talk about before we got out of here was the World Series. Yeah, um, obviously Philly lost. Um,
2: Phillies, not Philly. I know, but in
0: Philadelphia, the, the, the city of Philly lost.
2: Just say Philly. Okay, <laughs> Phillies lost. <laughs> live,
0: live, uh, live criticism on the air. Um, and Houston triumph you know, uh, after, let's see, two games straight mm. in Philly. And
2: they got the no hitter.
0: And they got the no hitter, man. Yeah, I, that is a you know, tough, to, tough one to come oof. back from, yeah. right? I mean, I feel like the team, the Phillies, uh, were a team that when they're running high, they're really, really running right. high, and when things get low, they get really, really low. Um, that's
2: that's the Phillies for you. Yeah,
0: they're streaky and they're also streaky hitters. I think they're streaky emotionally,
2: yeah.
0: um, and so that you know that game three when they hit the you know uh, World Series record five home runs, and then they had a World Series record for the least number of hits. So with zero, <laughs> so yeah. um, you know, a land of contrast. There, obviously, Houston, a very obviously. good team. Um, TJ, what did you think about the World Series?
2: I thought it was very boring to listen to, except uh, um game two. What's the game two? No, game three, right? Game three. But, yeah. yeah, except game three, everything else was pretty boring to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were pretty close games, um, pitchers duels for a lot of them. Yeah. Um. So you know, you kind of had to had to stay on until until late. To uh to catch the action at the end of the game, Tim. What did you so what what did you get out I, of it? I guess that my big question about it is, do you think
1: this takes the stink off the franchise of the
0: Houston Astros? I mean, personally, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, they won when they cheated, um, and so winning again doesn't necessarily um, take that away. I don't think. So that's still um, that's still uh okay. Um,
1: uh-huh. I, I'm happy for Dusty Baker um, yeah. you know that's he, he seems like an all around really good guy and um, you know I've, I've taken taken his toothpick chewing during the game uh, I do that <laughs> myself so um, I, I gotta credit him for, for that I guess uh, it's good to see somebody who's a good guy and has given a lot to the game of baseball finally win I wasn't rooting for them I was rooting for the Phillies. I I really liked Bryce Harper a lot. Um, but uh, you know, if um, if they had to be beat, I'm I'm glad that it ended with Dusty Baker
0: getting uh, getting a world championship. Right. And TJ, what were your thoughts on the World Series?
2: I said this on my podcast. I like Dusty Baker. <laughs> so, yeah. I I mean, yeah. Um. I I think we everyone should also acknowledge. Clap to L um LA for winning um the MLW championship or what is it called again?
0: I don't know. I, are I, are you, I, s- you switching sports on us? I'm here?
2: calling it the ML uh, and not MLW. I'm not talking about football.
0: Oh.
2: MLS <laughs> championship. Oh. oh
0: MLS. I would do yeah. MLS. Yeah. So we watched the MLS championship, yeah. which was uh. Philadelphia painful, was in it, right?
2: Painful, painful in it. Philadelphia painful.
0: scored in, in extra time. To tie it, like right? Four, yeah. No, it they scored in like extra time five. to go ahead with four or five minutes left. Five. L.A. scored at the last uh, second, like inside the last minute to, uh, to tie it, to send it to penalty kicks. And then Philly missed... What, like three um, penalty kicks? A
2: million, pick, kicks. Yeah, oh lost no. a million kicks. a penalty
0: kicks and lost it in dramatic fashion. So, yeah. um, LA FC, the second team in LA, Ooh. the expansion. Yeah, um, so LAFC, not the Galaxy. Not the Galaxy, the expansion LA FC uh, won that in their home stadium. Um, so good for them, and now we got
1: we got the World Cup coming up, in a, we got the World coming up. What, we'll definitely talk and about and half, it next week, right? Yeah. yeah, it's coming up soon. We'll talk about it next week is for sure.
2: Qatar or is it quarter? How do you say it? Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. Okay. Qatar. Cutter. I, 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 I think. I
1: think either. Yeah. I think the way you said it yeah. first, TJ. That's also acceptable. I think so.
0: Yeah. All right, Timmy. Uh, oh let's let's God. get it out of here on, uh, on something. My yeah. Is there anything that you uh, want people to keep there? eyes probably uh this new hot
1: podcast that i'm that i'm hearing about um what's it called tj um
2: sports insider by kids for kids everyone follow the podcast i need more attention
1: (laughs) (laughs) and rate rate that five stars uh pay attention to that rate it five stars and uh yeah i'll i'll um i gotta get into the car and drive in a little bit so i'll probably uh listen to your last
0: episode
2: I might I might record today. I'm definitely recording tomorrow. Okay. So. So,
0: well, we'll we'll make sure there's another one this weekend. So, no,
2: but I I want to do it right now.
0: So. <laughs> okay. He's but. got he's got a podcast. He's got he's got his podcast uh ready. His, his equipment right ready to team. roll. So pay attention right. to that. And then um we've got some good college football games this weekend. So pay attention to that too. Woohoo! Okay. So we're gonna um have TJ read uh the outro here. All right. Um so go, so go ahead and read the outro, and then we'll get out of here.
2: Keep your eyes glued to Sports Insider by Kids for Kids and keep your ears glued to Dynasty Sports and Power of the Podcast and we will talk to you next week.
0: All right. sounds was good, right?
1: You did it. Nice job. All right.